Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of the Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for another edition of New Horizons, our daily podcast and radio ministry. It is such a joy to be able to join with you and just look at God's Word together this morning. I'm so thankful for those of you who make a daily daily commitment to come and join me during this time. And today's Word, I hope, is a blessing to you. Uh, just a few days ago, uh, we went to the book of Habakkuk, chapter number one. And, and I talked to you about uh, times in our life when things don't make a lot of sense. Um, and and I, I don't believe this this podcast is going to be in chronological order from that, but uh, some of you will remember uh, that, that previous episode as we just kind of talked about when things don't make sense and we cry out to God and God says, you know, I'm doing a work behind the scenes that you would be utterly astounded and amazed if you could see what I was actually doing. Um, now, now, as we journey through the book of Habakkuk, um, Habakkuk actually gives a second prayer in chapter number one. And I want to read this to you today. And then I want us to just jump real quickly into chapter two, just for a brief word about prayer this morning. Listen to what Habakkuk says in verse 12 through 17 of chapter one. He says to God, are you not from eternity, Yahweh, my God, my Holy One, you will not die. Lord, you appointed them to execute judgment. My rock, you destined them to punish us. Your eyes are too pure to look on evil and you cannot tolerate wrongdoing. So why do you tolerate those who are treacherous? Why are you silent while one is wicked, swallows up one that is more righteous than himself? You made mankind the fish of the sea like marine creatures that have no ruler, the Chaldeans, pull them all up with a hook. They catch them in their drag net and gather them in their fishing net. That is why they are glad and rejoice. That is why they sacrifice to the drag net and burn incense to the fishing net. For these things, their portion is rich and their food plentiful. Will they therefore empty their net and continually slaughter nations without mercy? Now, if you don't understand the context of that, it could be rather confusing. Chapter 1 Habakkuk looks at the land of Israel, looks at his fellow nation, uh, fellow, fellow people, and he sees this injustice, and he cries out to God, how long are you going to tolerate this? God says, if you could see what I was doing in your day, you'd be utterly astounded and amazed. And he tells Habakkuk that he's actually raising up the Chaldeans to come in and take the Jews into captivity for their sin. Habakkuk then, he questions God in this prayer that I just read to you. He says, how can it be? that you would use the Chaldeans of all people. I mean, they're, they're more wicked than we are, so how can it be that you would actually use them to punish us? How could you use the unrighteous to punish the righteous? So Habakkuk, he asks God a question. God gives him the answer, and then Habakkuk is not satisfied with the answer, so he goes back to God and petitions God for an answer. Now, now here's where I want to get to, because in chapter 2, Habakkuk says a really amazing thing. Chapter 2, verse number 1. He says, I will stand at my guard post and station myself on the lookout tower. I will watch to see what he will say to me and what I should reply about my complaint or what he will reply 
about my complaint. Now, when we look at that chapter 2, verse 1, it teaches us a little something about prayer. You see, Habakkuk prays this prayer. He says, God, I don't fully understand what your plan is in this, but God, I'm going to go to the watchtower, and I'm going to station myself there, and I'm going to wait until you answer me. I'm not going to leave that spot until you give me an answer. Regardless of what that answer is, even if I understand it, even if it doesn't make sense, even if it's not what I want to hear, I'm going to wait on you to answer me. Now, I've heard it said for years, friends, that we in the American church today, we kind of live in this, in this, in this drive-through Christianity mentality. This, this idea that when it comes to prayer, we want it to be like the McDonald's drive-thru. What do I mean by that? Well, last night, you know, I come home from the church and my three children, they're standing there and they say, Daddy, uh, we've got a little extra money that we've saved up from our allowance and uh, we are wanting to go to McDonald's. Can you take us there? I say, sure, we'll go to McDonald's. So my little girl immediately, she says, Daddy, can we go inside and eat? And I said, no, ma'am, we, we've got to get back home. We're kind of in a hurry. And so I pile the kids up in the truck, put the dog in the back seat, ride over to the McDonald's, come to the drive-thru, I order their food, pull up to the window, get it, and we're back home in about 10 minutes. I mean, it's that quick. Just pull up, ask for it, get it, and go. And, and some people have said when it comes to our Christian life, especially in America, this is the type of relationship with God through prayer that we are seeking, this drive-through mentality. Lord, I've got so much going on today. Lord, I've got all these things to do. My to-do list is long. I'm going to pray, but Lord, I have no time to wait for you to give me an answer. Instead, what I want, God, is I just want to pull up to the window, place my order, get the answer, and go on with my day. And, and I don't have any time to just sit down and wait on what you have to say to me. Now, friends, I, I will say to you, this is probably the greatest battle that even I have in my prayer life, just personally, is, is, is the, the sitting and the waiting on God. Oftentimes, not that I feel like I treat God like a, a drive-up window, but oftentimes when I get down in my prayer life and I, I get on my knees and pray, I just say everything that's on my heart, and then when, it's, when I'm finished, I say amen, and I go on about my day. Instead of doing what Habakkuk did. Habakkuk did exactly the opposite of what we do. He didn't live with the drive-up mentality. Habakkuk said, I'm going to wait, and I'm going to listen. Man, how many times... Do we miss that element of prayer? Me personally, I miss that element all the time. This element of listening, just, just waiting on God to answer. You know, it's amazing to me as a pastor how many times I'll have a week where I'm extremely busy and um, I'll, I'll be studying for preaching. And just it seems like the week is just crazy, and it seems like my time crunches are just uh, just in overdrive, and I'm and I'm struggling, and I'm and I'm I'm reading, and I'm pounding away at the Bible, trying to find a message for Sunday, trying to find uh, what 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 needs to be said, and I search commentary after commentary after commentary after commentary. What did John Phillips say? What did Ironside say? What does David Platt say? What does Francis Chan say? What does this guy say? This guy say? And I go through all these things. 
and I can never find what God wants me to say. And then it never fails. Uh, come about Thursday, when it's like the last minute, when I have to get it done, that I'm reminded, if you would just pray and wait on me, I'll give you the word. And I'll just pray and I'll say, God, if you'll give me the word, and I'll just wait. And God always is faithful to give me the word. And I, I think about how much time could be saved if I would just do that on Monday mornings. And so friends, today as you come to prayer, many of you are praying some very big and lofty prayers right now because you have burdens in your life. You have cares, concerns, worries, trials, fears, uh, all these different things. And you're praying big, lofty prayers this morning. Don't be like the drive through window. Don't, don't, don't just pray and run on and, and then expect that the next time you get down, God's going to answer. Then maybe just take time today when you're on your knees in prayer to just say, God, today, instead of echoing forth once again my prayer to you, I'm just going to station myself at the watchtower and I'm just going to wait on your answer. Whatever that is, even if I don't understand it, I'm just going to wait and listen for you to speak to me. And friends, the Bible tells us that when we are in a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, we are in a relationship with God the Father in heaven. And that means he wants to communicate with us and we can rest assured when we cry out to him and say, we're going to wait on you and listen, that he will indeed speak to us in our prayers. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. I will see you tomorrow on New Horizons. God bless.